So, <laughs> for the first time in the history of the podcast, I have a correction and an apology to issue. Oh. Yeah, I know. We don't often do this, because normally when we give opinions, we like to think about them. Make sure they're actually representative of how we feel. Okay. Anyway, listeners of last... Can't even say last week. <laughs> listeners of the last episode will have noted my resentment and hesitation towards one of Kat's additions to the Naughties throwback <laughs> playlist. <laughs> Notably, No Scrubs by Weezer. Okay. I would like to retract <laughs> my statement and say how much I have loved it. <laughs> I should hope so too. <laughs> Isn't it so good? It is absolutely fantastic. Isn't it? It's like as good nearly as original No Scrubs. Mm. Yeah. Oh, equally my... as enjoyable. Yeah. I would say. Oh, no, definitely. I love pop punk. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you for why I was confused. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know the difference between Wheatus and Weezer. Few do. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, on that note, hello yeah. and welcome to Looks and Books. <laughs> With Kat and Ollie. Episode 36, Cat, Ollie and Rom-Coms. Woohoo! <laughs> I was going to say, don't be silent. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Enthusiasm levels, they're not low, but they're, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose we'll, addre we'll address the other elephant in the room, and I suppose make this a bit of an announcement. I think going forward, until at least May, we're going to become a bi-weekly podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because? It's the end of my degree, everyone. Yeah. And you're just not the priority. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah. there will be, be a break yeah at some point yeah i think it's just it's just like we've always enjoyed doing it and our goal was you know we've always wanted to make weekly stuff but when we had our when we had our meeting about this many moons ago in a graveyard in farnham <laughs> <laughs> we both knew that a time would come where we'd have to like the, the schedule would have to suffer. Yeah. Not suffer, or just, like, go down slightly because Kat is very, very busy with her degree. Yeah, this is fun, but some things are just more important. Yeah. <laughs> so you, your your final hand-in is in, like, it's like the first or second week of May? Yeah. Yeah. It's so soon. It, oh, God, it actually really is. I think is. it's seven weeks. Seven weeks. Yeah, so I suppose... We may not even be a bi-weekly podcast for that long. <laughs> no, because expect we... one more podcast and I think that'll be a break. Yeah, I, I, I should think so. And to be fair, we've been doing this pretty much non-stop since June. Yeah. So, uh, And then we'll be back. And with think... a vengeance. W with a vengeance? <laughs> hello, 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 Christine. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stop thinking about Vanji going duly noted. <laughs> Oh my god! In the acting challenge, that absolutely destroyed me. Oh Sorry. my god! Off topic, but yeah. So we will, yeah. And oh, think of all the books that I'm gonna have read in that time. Oh my god! I know. I know it's gonna be very exciting. Back for summer. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I, I'm sorry. Not to let, I'm sure we're not letting yeah. too many people down, but it's just. I'm sorry if you're sad, but you can just listen again from the beginning. Oh my god! There's so many episodes. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, I just suppose... listen to the best ones, which are The Devil Wears Prada and St. Trinian. Oh, they were <laughs> absolutely the best. And The Witches. Oh, yes. That's another personal highlight. Also, to be honest, last week's I thoroughly enjoyed. I really enjoyed last week because I actually listened <laughs> twice, which I never normally do because I edit them. And I get yeah. so sick of my own voice in editing. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll go into the episode, I suppose. I, I don't... I, I want to ask, how are you? But I kind of know the answer. Stressed and busy. Yeah. Yeah. We were saying the other day that we've gotten to the kind of machine feeling state Yeah. that starts to happen towards the end of courses, I guess, or like the end of projects. And I honestly, I just sort of get up and go to uni and get home and go to sleep <laughs> because I get home late and I also go to sleep really early. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm one enough. of those people. Fair enough. I... That's the thing. I'm not one of those people that will ever sacrifice going to sleep early. Yeah. Like some people are like, oh yeah, I go home and then like they like do work till two. But then also those people live near uni, so it's yeah. different in my opinion. No, it absolutely is. And I don't think I've ever known you to not get eight hours of sleep in your life. No, not an animal. <laughs> it's literally like clockwork with you. Yeah. So that, no, that's fair enough. I, this is going to be so like meaningless, but I, I don't understand what you're going through. I have vague recollections or like I have a lot of 
empathy mm-hmm. because you know obviously I have kind of been there with my yeah. with, the, with the lead up to my degree I did a degree yeah but true I appreciate that it's not maybe as like physically or like intensive as mm. what you're doing yeah but you remember how I was <laughs> and if I think back to seven weeks before my hand in yeah god oh all I'm gonna say is the month before is very fun yeah <laughs> that's when it really hits you but I'm always here for emotional support if you need it. <laughs> That's the thing. It takes quite a lot for me to be dramatic about stuff because mm. I don't really tend to complain. So when I do, you know, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, true. We can cut this out if you want, but congratulations on your dissertation. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm very, uh, yeah, P word. Yeah. yeah. Well done. <laughs> thank you. Yes, everyone, I got to first for my dissertation. Yay. Uh, Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, literally. Polly messaged me and she was like, I know that you knew you would as a literate art student, but it's still good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can only imagine just a lot of... Are you still on toiles or are you actually like working towards like garment stuff? Or Yeah, it's both now. God. So, so this week I'm making two in real. God. And then twirls for two. Okay. Anyway, we're, we're gonna <laughs> just boring for everyone at home. But no, we'll, we'll stop talking about it because I don't. We don't. We, I don't mix business with pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Is there St. Trinian's reference there for anyone that caught it? <laughs> what have I been doing? <sighs> um, working, really. I've been doing some kind of exciting things, but much like a YouTuber, they're they're secret. But no, it's nothing really just sort of existing as you say my, my life isn't quite as robotic but it is very much a go to sleep wake mm. up go to work rinse repeat yeah. well, i've been reading a lot <laughs> i've been reading so much more i don't know what it is i've just sort of like been going out of my way to read a lot more recently that's good and i think it's probably because i, I haven't been phases. reading yeah i feel like it's probably because i haven't been reading for the podcast oh definitely <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's been fun anyway shall we go into news from the weeks Oh, that basically was mine. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's absolutely fair enough. Do I have a little bit more? I kind of do. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm just going to do it in the news from the week. Mm-hmm. Since we last spoke, there has been a new season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yes, yeah. That's very much news. <laughs> absolutely. I'm... I don't know why I was sceptical, but I... I'm, I'm, I'm actually thoroughly enjoying it. Me too. Yeah. I think I was only sceptical because there's been so much of it recently. I was worried I wouldn't enjoy it, mm. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's, it's actually quite nice because this is really the first time I've watched a regular season where I've had a full-time job, whereas previously I would get so obsessed in the week and I would watch, I would literally rinse it for every single drop, you know, throughout the week. Mm. But now I basically watch them all. I, I just do Drag Race once a week and it's oh. nice. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It feels like my life isn't necessarily revolving around it. Yeah, that is good. Which, is, which it very much has done for the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, I also, do you know, I'll go ahead and issue another apology, might as well, mm-hmm. and then take back every um, mediocre thing I've said about Scarlet Envy, because I'm actually, like, fully a convert. Yep, me too. <laughs> I love her. I absolutely yeah, love her. Uh, I'm quite obsessed with her. Oh, God. Her, her doing Julia Roberts was what sold me. Big mistake. <laughs> Yeah. Huge. <laughs> so good. Who else are you enjoying? Um, I'm very much enjoying Evie, obviously. Yep. And Brooklyn Heights. Yeah. Same. Um, who else? Banji for me as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. I I kind of prepared myself to be annoyed by her. Yeah. For no reason other than that she was returning. Yeah. <laughs> much like the other queens on it. But yeah, no, I absolutely love her. I, I'm just so happy. Like, I was so concerned she was going to be such a one-trick pony but she's one of those queens that doesn't need to be iconic she doesn't try to be iconic she just is yeah like, everything definitely. she says is hilarious yeah and she's also very much been done a favor by having by being in the same cast as silky because that but you know oh makes God, her yeah. look like a fucking wallflower yeah it doesn't it God, uh... <laughs> a shrinking violet <laughs> attitude check <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at. Uh, well, what I think will be the top four will be Vanji, Evie, Silky, and Brooke. Oh, for real? Yeah, and I like three out of four. Yeah. So, 
Can't complain. Yeah, might be hard to have to watch that much of Silky, but fine. <laughs> oh, she's going to make it to the end. Yeah, and, I, sure and will. I'm just going to say that. So I've not seen any spoilers actually. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm, go- I'm also going spoiler free, which is nice. Why? I know it's a lot for me. Yeah, I'm a changed woman. <laughs> but just you can, I can just you just know from Silky's edit for the fir- for the first two episodes, she's been safe. But think how much screen time she's gotten. Yeah, yeah. There's just apps. There's not. Uh, there's no way she is not making it to at least top five. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So um, we'll see. Anyway, what else have I done? I went to go see All About Eve in London with my mum. That oh, yeah. had Gillian Anderson and Lily James in it. Now, I wanted it to be fantastic. Yeah. I just, I just didn't love it. Yeah. And it was is a real problem for me. <laughs> so Gillian Anderson was absolutely fantastic. So that that wasn't the problem. She was great mm-hmm. and lovely to be able to see her up close. She's stunning, mm-hmm. even more so in person. Uh, do you know all about Eve the film? Like uh, what it's about? Not really, to be honest. No, it's uh, so it's like so it's a uh, yeah sort of kind of old Hollywood legend. I say old, not really old, like middle aged, mm-hmm. and um, she gets this fan um, Eve that like ends up becoming her understudy, and it's sort of about her being replaced by her understudy. Mm-hmm. So. Going into the play, if you've seen the film or know anything about it, you know that Eve is an absolute like sociopath. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Lily James's performance was always going to be stunted by that because you know it was always going to come across as affected mm-hmm. because you know what she's trying to play and like she's doing that old button, you know, butter wouldn't melt and super innocent and coy and shy. Right. You know, it's all an act. Mm-hmm. So like, and then the other thing they did was. Uh, so they had, uh, on the stage, there were lots of bits that you couldn't see from the audience, but they had a massive screen at the top and uh, they had cameras. Mm-hmm. And so every now and again, the, the actors would go off stage and like act oh, not in sight of the audience, but it would all be recorded and you'd see it. Right. And it was very clever, but what it did was it put an instant wall between the audience and the people on stage. Yeah. And it's like, if I wanted to watch actors on the screen, I could have gone to the cinema Oh, definitely. And because of that, and because it's quite a soulless story, really, mm. it just didn't move me in any way. I didn't get any heart from it. Yeah. And then on top of that, there was a screen dividing most of the action, like at least half of the play. Yeah. Half? Yeah, oh, at least half of it was done God. through those cameras. And sometimes there'd be stuff on the stage that you could see and stuff on the cameras, and you're like, what do I look at? Mm. Yeah. And the best scene, the, the, the one bit where Eve actually showed like emotional vulnerability was completely off stage on the camera and it just didn't work it didn't work yeah that is and that was disappointing sorry my phone has gone off let me put that on do not disturb but yeah i mean three stars from me out of five not ten i'm not an animal but (laughs) what else have i done uh not really much i have this is i don't know why this is hilarious but it's just slightly hilarious Mm -hmm. i've taken over the social media at my work so it's just funny that I am now tweeting as a jaded bookseller. <laughs> so if you want to follow the Waterstones Guildford Twitter account, feel free. It's at Guildford Books, where you will catch me basically tweeting things that would have gone on my personal account, but I just decided to put on the work. <laughs> because it's great, because I can do the commercial side of it, but also like... The individual accounts for Waterstones are very personal and yeah. are clearly run by booksellers. Oh, that is fun. And it's just funny. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just a fun thing to be doing. That is fun. Because I also find that when people run those accounts in a funny way, you kind of end up following random ones of them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, not your local. Yeah. Just a random just one. Just a random one. Yeah. I mean, no one does it better than the um, Tottenham Court Road. The Tottenham <laughs> Court Road is the new... Oxford Street because the Waterstones Oxford Street used to be hysterical. Yeah. Like that definitely. was the one. It was so funny. To the point where the person that ran it ended up being like headhunted by Innocent and he now does all their social media. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. So I remember that. I'm not it's saying a good time for social media. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm not saying that's what I'm aspiring to. <laughs> but basically. But go follow us. <laughs> yeah. What else? I mean not really much. I've got to say mm-hmm. I myself and I'm sure most of the audience would love an update on Lost oh my god okay (laughs) so (laughs) what you should know is that I'm now at the beginning of the last series oh wow okay the six 
everyone. It is... So, the other thing that I knew about Lost, as a general thing, is that I knew it was going to get absolutely wild. Yeah. And the reviews were really bad of it. Oh, wow. For, like, maybe a series or two. Yeah. And I've been through that. It was mm. a lot. Really? I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, there was, it was still gripping and, like, exciting, but it just got a lot. Really? But then the other thing I know is that this last series is going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, so it's produced by, this is interesting for me personally. <laughs> this is to do with friends. <laughs> no, <Sorry>. Star Wars. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the other niche of so, yours. Produced by the person that produces the new Star Wars films. Okay. Which I think is interesting because it is quite sci fi y and you can see mm. the link and they do talk about Star Wars in it. Yeah. <laughs> which is quite funny. But um I feel like because I knew that, obviously no one would have known that at the time because it hadn't happened yet. Yeah. But because I know who this person is, I feel like I could have prepared myself because I know that he produces basically just sci fi films. Oh, so you know the route it would have taken. Yeah. yeah. So I, but yes, I'm still enjoying it, and I absolutely cannot wait to get to the end. Yeah. <laughs> and also, but now I'm getting to that point where I'm on the last series, and I don't think it's very long. It's not as long as the first ones. Yeah. So I'm like, I really want to get to the end, but I'm a bit scared to get to the end because then yeah. it'll be over. I was so. gonna say you're trying to savor it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you're out of the woods with it, though. That you knew that was a problem. I suppose sometimes that's yeah. like. The, the 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 plus side of you know viewing something retrospectively yeah because there's like general things you know yeah absolutely and you know if i can just stick this out mm. it will get better yeah whereas at the time it's I like guess, an anti-bullying campaign why would you have yeah no literally <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly like if you're watching that in real time you thought this is shit yeah you know kind of like you're doing with riverdale oh god <laughs> I haven't watched that in some time. <laughs> you lie, you lie, you never lied to damn much. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it says a lot when even Belle isn't trying to get me to watch it. Oh, week. really? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I've started something new. Have you? Yeah. And I'm kind of intrigued by it. Okay. Mainly because it's got one person in it. But okay. I've been watching on Netflix The Umbrella Academy. Oh, is it yeah. good? I really I, want to watch I it. I think it is good. Okay. Um, so... So I first heard about this. I love being a bookseller. Yeah. I first heard about this because we sell like the comics slash graphic novels at work. Mm -hmm. And do you know who they're like made by? Gerald. Boy. Yeah, Gerald yeah. Way from My Chemical Romance. <laughs> Obviously, I knew. That. Obviously, you knew that. So as an emo, <laughs> we're not goths. We're emos. <laughs> so I've been. Yeah, I went into it a bit tentatively, but mm. I've actually it's it, oh it's high budget. Is it? Yeah. Ooh. And it's got a good cost. Oh, Robert it? Sheehan. Oh, <gasps> oh my, my Christ. Playing like, oh, yeah, this. Wait, what am I trying to say? Flamboyant, gender fluid, drug addict. Oh. I mean, it's so hot. Oh it's my God. It's so hot. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a very interesting. Well, yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting concept. Like... Basically, on this, on, I think it's October 1st in the 80s, oh, yeah, at 12 o'clock, something like 70 something women. Gull gave birth at that time, despite not having no signs of being pregnant before that day. Okay. So it's like completely spontaneous births. Mm -hmm. And this eccentric explorer, billionaire, whatever, adopted seven of them. Right. And he raised them kind of, and they all have like superpowers, mm -hmm. really. So, and um, it's all about the death of the father and they all reconvene as adults mm -hmm. to... um. I don't know, solve the mystery of his death. Oh, okay. And like, it's all about the family secrets and how they interact and stuff. Mm. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. Yeah. But mainly I'm just watching, watching for Robert. Uh, valid. How, God. how far in are you? I am, I started it with Jordan over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I think I might carry on without him because I don't think he's that invested. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm deaf, three episodes in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not insignificant. Yeah, no. Three out of ten good. ain't bad. <laughs> so I'm going to carry on with that. Yeah. Oh, good. I know. I, I do want to watch that. Mm. Is it vaguely like Misfits in funniness? Or is it more like a Marvel thing? Oh, it's not funny. No. Oh, okay. Well, not fun. Not not funny, but it's not a comedy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I know. It's I know. It makes me just want to go back and rewatch Misfits. Oh, God. I feel like there's a lot of Misfit-type memes going around at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Like, I keep seeing people tweet about it. Yeah. Maybe it's been added to Netflix. 
Misfits or something. Yeah, that would be... God, I love Misfits. Yeah. It was so good. It was. Oh. <laughs> Robert? Robert. Anyway, let's carry on. Otherwise, okay. we'll just be immobilised <laughs> for the rest of the podcast episode. Yeah. Do you want to do a currently wearing? Have you got any outfits of note? No. <laughs> you look cute today. Thank you. I don't, but it's fine. No, it's just... <laughs> I don't know if I have anything. I will actually no. I wore quite a nice outfit the other day. Mm-hmm. So I wore my. <laughs> I wore my very tight, very skin tight white polo neck t shirt. Muscle top. Muscle top. <laughs> muscle fit. Which when I wear it, it doesn't look like a cycling jersey. Anyway, we've been through this quite some time ago. I wore that, and then I wore a blue. Like a pale blue stripy collarless t-shirt, that collarless shirt over the top, um, and then my grey high waisted trousers, and it was just a bit of a look actually. Mm. Just and and then the braces that always go with those trousers. Mm. Yeah, honestly, those trousers—they're my absolute favourite item of clothing. Yeah, I just loved them so much. Ugh. And then today was another day I did at Godalming, so I was wearing thermals. <laughs> <laughs> Currently reading. I have... Oh, so I finished... Oh, The Magic Toy Shop. Oh, yes. The Angela Carter book. Yes. I did enjoy it. Yay! Yeah. (laughs) I imagined Uncle Philip. This is perhaps niche, but not that niche. You know how Terry Mugler is like an absolute tank now? Yeah. That's what I imagined him to look like. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. Oh, I've always thought of him as very, very, like, the horrible uncle or whatever from uh, a series of unfortunate events weird beard and very thin oh very yeah, thin very thin I just I, I feel like I imagined him like a tank because I imagined him to be overbearing I mean fair enough yeah yeah I don't think at any point they describe him as that no <laughs> yeah I enjoyed that and now I am I've, I, I'm at that tired level where I'm doing that thing where you look at pages and you think you're reading them but you're not really reading them and then you have to go back so <laughs> Progress is slow. Yeah, very slow. But I'm maybe a quarter of the way through Elias Grace. Oh, yeah, Atwood. Yeah, the Margaret Atwood book. I think I really like it, but I'm just being slow at reading it. That's fair enough. Yeah. So it's about a girl who is a servant who has been involved in a murder. It's based on a true story, I think, in Canada. I think it's maybe quite famous there as like a thing. So it's her and like a someone else he did the murder and it's of anyway it's like she's being interviewed by a doctor mm. okay some of it's in letters boring hate oh, that oh I don't like I, sometimes novels. I have to skip the letters and then I've missed important plot points <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it's kind of being done like that through the interviews with this doctor and she's like retelling her I guess she's going to retell her story to that point yeah yeah I've got we'll to see what happens yeah I've got to say, today, for the first time, I fully read through all of the copy and stuff for the sequel to The Handmaid's Tale, <laughs> and I actually got very excited. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Yeah. It's it's actually not that long. It's 182 days away, guys. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, my God, how exciting. I know. So, in terms of the series, yeah, is it going to be more than what we've seen in series two? Oh, so it's completely unrelated to... The adaptation. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I just thought we would sort of carry on. So I apparently that's what I've read. Um okay. I, I think it's. I think you find out what. So yeah, it jumps off. It answers the questions. You got. To, I suppose she wants you to consider it in relation as a sequel to the book. Yeah, yeah. And of not course. related to the series. Yeah. So you find out how the sort of ambiguous ending mm-hmm. of the book unfolds and. Okay kind of what happens to Offred, but it's not narrated by Offred. Apparently it's narrated by three women, three separate oh, okay. women. And it's sort of, it's kind of a bit Fantastic Beasts-ish. In the, well, no, but like it's it's returning to the universe and the world she created. Right. And she said the inspiration behind from the book kind of came from the questions that came from readers about what, you know, question, other questions about Gilead. Okay. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. But I'm... Assuming better than Fantastic Beasts, because oh, if God, we're comparing yeah. it to that, the bar is very low. <laughs> very, yeah. very low. So, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I actually oh, cool. got, got a little bit hyped. Oh, how exciting. But the, uh, absolutely the two biggest books of the year for me are going to be, as in just just a bookseller predicts, mm-hmm. maybe that can be a new segment, <laughs> uh, the new Margaret Atwood mm-hmm. and the new Philip Pullman. Oh. Mm. So what is that? 
So, t- 2017, he bought out uh, The Book of Dust. Yeah. Le Bel Sauvage. Yeah, I, I can't read it. some of it. Yeah, it's the sequel to that. Oh, right, okay. So, I think that's a th- trilogy in itself. Right. So, it's the follow-up to that, which is called... Um, Great, I'm going to have to finish that now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> One of those classic ones. I think it's called The Secret Commonwealth. I should know that as a bookseller. Okay. But it does come out on the 10th of October, so I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, I so I'm actually planning on rereading the Northern Lights trilogy, like the, the His Dark Materials yeah. trilogy, because I I wanted to when I started reading Belle Sauvage because so much of it relies on what you already know, yeah. and I couldn't remember it because obviously we read them when we were like ten or something. Yeah, and now I'm a hundred. <laughs> now I'm a an old woman doing her degree. Yeah, but yeah. So I, I, that that that's my plan if I get just a bit of time because mm. like I'd be, be good to immerse myself in that. Yeah, God, I loved those so much, mm. like so much. I was obsessed with them. Sure like I literally were. thought that that was my life. <laughs> I was like, my pets are my whatever they demons. are demons. Yeah, and obviously they are. Obviously. <laughs> I would like imagine that my cat would be like cut from me, and I'd be like, oh. <laughs> how old was I when I read that? Oh my this is God. last year. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, should I do my currently reading? Yes. Because I finished three books. Mm-hmm. I was So two of them I mentioned last time. Okay. So I finished Things I Don't Want to Know by Deborah Levy. Mm-hmm. Very good. I would say it's about eight out of ten cost of livings. So if you were to compare it to that. Okay. It was, it was good, but not as good as the cost of living. Mm-hmm. Which still, read it. I will stop talking about it soon. But yeah, it was, it was, I think I'm, I, pretty much discussed it it's it's um was it was it, it's written in response to why i write by george orwell and it's um really her biography much uh much like simone de beauvoir she writes her biography at the same time as writing her fiction mm-hmm. so a lot of it is about being a writer and growing up in south africa mm-hmm. uh, as a part of a white family that oppose apartheid like her dad goes to prison for opposing apartheid mm. so it's interesting reading all about that, and uh, then her moving to the UK when she was like fifteen, mm-hmm. and like uh, I don't know what am I trying to say, trying to anyway, it's not important. <laughs> Just trying to balance her identities and how she feels like displaced and things like that. The... Reconcile. That was it. That's what I was trying to say. How does she reconcile her identities being in a new place? And it's very good. The other book I finished was *The Salt Path* by Rena Wynn. Mm-hmm. I have read this last year, but I wanted to reread it, and it is very, very good. As I say, it was as I said, it's it's a non-fiction true story of a family that are made homeless, and they make the impulsive decision to walk the six hundred thirty mile long southwest coast path, and it's very moving and uplifting, and very well written, unlike a lot of travel writing, but mm. it's very lyrical, and. I was happy to reread that. And then a new book I started and finished was Crudo by Olivia Lang. Now, I love Olivia Lang. Um, she's one of my favourite journalists and critics. And Crudo is fantastic. It's her first novel. So she's written a lot of... She'd written a lot of non-fiction previous... Prior to this, but this came out last year. And it is quite experimental, but it's very short, which I appreciated. Only about 130 pages. Mm-hmm. and it follows it's set in the summer of 2017 so it like begins at the beginning of august and fin- and finishes like the end of september so it kind of it really does feel like it's kind of unfolding in real time because it's not it's not a particularly like long you know time period that's happening between mm-hmm. um because of that it's got a stream of consciousness consciousness style but no way near as impenetrable as milkman for example <laughs> which uh so yeah it follows uh kathy's a uh, I think forty-something-year-old writer, very much inspired by Kathy Acker, sort of the sex-positive uh, feminist, and uh, about her impending, impending marriage and how it feels to, to 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 almost be totally dissociating in a world that is politically and environmentally falling apart around us. So there's a lot, loads and loads of it's strewn with references to Brexit and Trump and things like that. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And and then I've been dabbling in Grief is the Thing with Feathers by Max Porter, which is another very sort of like experimental <laughs> book. <laughs> so I just need like 
my other book I'm reading is a is a little bit more traditional, but that is that is very good. It's about um, uh, a Ted Hughes scholar mm-hmm. and his two boys, and their mother dies, and um, oh god, <laughs> a crow comes to live with them and doesn't leave until he feels like he doesn't need them anymore when they've overcome grief. Okay. So it's very it's it's basically written as a series of poems, mm-hmm. and it, it's great. It writes. It's just, if you've ever experienced grief, the way Max Porter puts it is exactly how it feels. And that's what is so impressive about it, mm. is the way he's able to put grief down in words. So I'm looking forward to finishing that. And then my final book, God, that's been a lot, uh, which I have been reading is When God Was a Rabbit by Sarah Winman. Winman? It's not meant to be pronounced like that. Winman, whatever. <laughs> veteran listeners of the podcast will know I absolutely loved Tin Man. I know it wasn't quite Kat's favourite, but mm-hmm. I adored it. And I'm this is her debut novel, so I'm like now going back and discovering her backlist, which is very exciting. And this yeah, book is absolutely good. fantastic. I'm only 30-something pages in, and I'm, I'm loving it so far. So I'm going to save my full breakdown of that for when I finish it. For real. But yeah, that, that's, my, that's my books. Excellent. <laughs> is that even a sentence? That's my books. That's my books. <laughs> right, shall we jump into the crux of the episode? Yes, let's. Okie dokie. Rom-coms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where do we start? I don't know, to be honest, I don't really think about this enough. I know, and I we've had so long to prepare this episode. Honestly. So basically, everyone, we're doing this episode because we want to read Nora Ephron Heartburn for next <laughs> week. <laughs> and we were like, what can we link to it? Obviously, she wrote slash produced yeah. some very famous rom-coms. So it was the obvious choice. Yeah, it was. I was trying to think what else we could have linked it to. Heartburn. Yeah. <laughs> Ollie and Renny's. by her husband. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Acid reflux. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, yeah, I'm not, yeah, it's a little bit slapdash, this episode, really. We just thought we could talk about rom-coms we've we've watched and liked yeah god this is bad (laughs) this is really bad oh my god um (laughs) what's worse is is this was my idea (laughs) and as i say it had weeks to think of things to talk about and i just don't have a single thing right do you want to just look at that list and talk about them? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. So prior to prior to tonight, we asked you to prepare a lip sync performance <laughs> oh my of Heartburn God. by Nora Ephron. Oh my I asked God. Kat to see if she could find a list. <laughs> like like a, like some like crappy BuzzFeed list or whatever. Of rom coms you need to watch. Yeah. We that didn't work, they were all too long. And I decided not to use them. Yeah. So I Googled best rom coms and this is like Google's top ones. Okay. So, okay, well, off the top of your head, what did you think was your favourite 10 things I hear about you. Don't even need to think. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't think that, and that's only because in my head I associate teen ones separately. And oh, then that's going to look- be a problem. <laughs> no, okay, I don't really, because when I looked at this list, I was like, oh, my favourite ones are the teen ones, and I wholeheartedly agree. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, my, yeah, I would say my, my favourite, I suppose if you were to classify, uh, my favourite, well, would you count it as a teen one? When I was growing up, I loved 500 Days of Summer. Same. Yeah. So No, same. That's an adult film, kind of. No, it is. Yeah. And I, I do count the teen ones because they are my favourites. Yeah. But I wondered if they were technically different. Yeah. Teen rom-com. Teen rom-com. Different, but the same. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like teen rom-com. For anyone home at listening, a rom-com <laughs> is an abbreviation for romantic comedy. <laughs> and teen is an abbreviation <laughs> for, for teenage. teenage. I'm learning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, yeah, I, I love... Definitely, 500 Days of Summer was my absolute favourite when I was younger. I asked... Even though I don't know if I fully got it. No. I would be intrigued. There are a couple of things I want to go back and, like, watch slash reread. Wait, wait, wait that was... That was some words. Rewatch and... Re- <laughs> I can't say it. Reread as... Not as an adult, but I suppose I am an adult. Mm-hmm. i say one is 500 Days of Summer. Mm. I would also quite like to reread The Perks of Being a Wallflower. 
Oh, yeah. Because I remember loving that book. Mm. And I want to see if it holds up. I'm scared mm. that it might be a bit catcher, cat, catcher, catcher in the yeah. rye-ish. Well, what? yeah. as someone who loves Twilight again, <laughs> I think it might be all right. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you're talking about Twilight again. <laughs> Did Twilight really hold up? No. <laughs> no you can say, way. yeah, it's fine, yeah. <laughs> in some ways. Oh, that's my favourite rom-com of all time. Mm. Twilight! <laughs> oh, God, I've, I've told such lies. I suppose I have, like... I have a golden three mm-hmm. of teenage rom-coms. Yeah. So I... Yeah, and now I've mentioned ten things I hate about you, it seems bad not to mention the other two, okay. which are Easy A. Oh, see, this is the thing. I don't yeah. consider Easy A a rom-com, and equally Clueless is on here, and I Clueless, don't consider that a yeah. rom-com. If you were to. Like, I think they're more cool teeny films mm. than they are rom com Yeah. And 10 Things I Hate About You kind of walks the line. Yeah. It's really, it's tough. Yeah. Whereas Clueless to me is like, I mean, it is a rom-com, but it's like, I think the things I like about it aren't the rom-com bit. Yeah. The problem with Clueless is that it would be lovely to do an episode about it, but I swear to God I'm not doing an episode of the podcast about Jane Austen. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely point blank refuse. Honestly. I've studied I mean, her so much that I'm not dedicating. I'm never reading a Jane Austen book again in my life. Yeah. I just can't do it to myself. Mm. I just don't like her books. And no. I don't care if that ever costs me a job. If there's a future employer listening that loves Jane Austen, it's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> don't want to be employed by someone that loves Jane Austen. <laughs> Kat said that, not me. <laughs> I'd like Very to make it clear. Yeah. All views are own. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to put that in my bio. Can you Ooh, believe? Love that. Yeah, I actually, I've, I'm one of those annoying people that thinks that people would actually want to steal my opinions. Yeah, I, I don't. Mean, you never know. It's so I don't get sued. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Um, right, should we go through this list? Yes, let's. I was going to say the other one. It's like again. I mean, it is a rom com, but is Juno? No, that's not. It's rom-com. not a rom com, but it was on one of the lists that I clicked on. And it was li- it's literally like my favourite film in the world. Don't put was... the list away. Oh, silly. <laughs> but I've closed it. I've closed the whole thing. And it's there. Okay. Okay. So the first result, which is fitting, yep. considering this is basically a tribute to Nora Ephron, yep. is When Harry Met Sally. Yes. Did I say that right? Did I say Hallie yeah, when... Yeah. I thought I said Hallie meant Sally. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah. I haven't. Have you not? Okay. The extremely beautiful Meg Ryan goes mm. out with the extremely ugly. I think his name is Billy Crystal. <laughs> oh. She has the nicest hair and outfits throughout the whole film. Yeah. And he has the worst. No, he doesn't. But yeah, it's basically, it's basically about them. I mean, it's it's the beginning trope for all rom coms. It's like yeah. they're friends, and they think they're having sex will ruin it, and then they end up together, or something. Okay. Something like that. It's not one that I love. I've only I've literally seen it like once or twice. Okay. <laughs> um, is that this? Is that the? So I I frequently get when Harry met Sally confused with Along Came Polly. Oh, very different. Along Came Polly has Jennifer Aniston in. Okay. What's and the... she has a pet rodent of something. Oh wow! <laughs> Just say David Schwimmer. What? <laughs> what? Um. What's the What's the film with the semen in the hair? I don't know. This is the film where she fakes an orgasm in a restaurant. Oh, yeah, and I'll have what she's having. Yeah. Yes, okay, That's that's that was my other question. Yeah. I feel like the Along Came Polly bit where he's like... Oh, then, yeah, she must have semen in her hair in that, I guess. Well, what is it? Is it the guy has semen in his hair and she thinks it's gel and then she takes it and puts some in hers? I don't know. I know I've I love only Jennifer seen Aniston, it, but I've only seen it maybe once. I've only seen it. If I've only that. seen that bit as a Family Guy sketch. Right, okay. I hate that that's going to be like my... Oh, no. Me with like... horrors and The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, it's like... So, I, I've seen a lot of rom-coms. Yeah. But a lot of them I've seen just because they've been on the telly and I've watched a bit of it. Literally you know all I mean? of these films of Julia and, uh, Andrews, Julia Andrews, have Julia Robertson. <laughs> That's because Julia I'm, Roberts is the best. Is the queen but literally, of the she is rom-com. the queen of rom com. She has the nicest hair in the world. Yeah, in the world and face, obviously. And Hugh Grant, God's sake, this uh, is, I hate Hugh Grant. Mm. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but he's in all of these. So, what's the next one? <laughs> Love Actually. Oh, so this 
is a great rom-com. Yeah. It's also a Christmas film. Different. <laughs> why are there so many... Why is it so hard to just categorise things? Yeah. Why can't the, the things be binary? The ones I would say are just a rom-com Sorry. is When Harry Met Sally, My Best Friend's Wedding, and Bridget Jones. Yeah. Like, they're nothing else. Hmm. <laughs> I, I just, I love Love Actually. Oh my god, I know. It's so it, good. It, I mean, it's just so problematic in so many ways, oh, but I yeah. don't care. Like, sometimes I just want to set aside those feelings and yeah. just enjoy it. And we watch <laughs> it every year. Oh, yeah. For a further breakdown of this, listen to our Christmas episode. <laughs> so, you may all be familiar with the account Every Friend's Outfit. Mm. She has a podcast called You've Got Cocktail, and they watch rom-coms and they drink cocktails. And basically, <gasps> they talk about Oh, like mostly they're about how weird most rom-coms are, how problematic they are, but how much you kind of love them anyway, just because yeah. they're like a comfort thing that you've seen so many times. I feel like this episode should just be one big redirect to that podcast then. Oh, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't got many episodes and I haven't listened to them all, so I can't properly review it. Yeah. Because I, I only listen to the ones of rom-coms that I've seen and I haven't seen them all. Fair enough. Yeah. My best friend's wedding. Have you seen them? No. Oh my god, this is one of my favourites. Really? It's literally one of my favourites. Oh my god, because it's got that sexy man in it. What is his name? If you tap on the film, Derm- it'll expand the cast. Oh. <laughs> I hate myself <laughs> so much. Dermot Mulroney. Do you know him? I'm sorry. In Friends. He's... <laughs> he, yes. um... Where is he? Oh, him. Oh yeah, woof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he's Julia Roberts' best friend. Cameron Diaz is in it. She's an absolute child in it, bless her. Oh, wow. She's so, like, young. And, oh, what's his face, isn't it? Rupert Everett, isn't it? Oh, I love Rupert Everett. So, it's got a big four. Yeah. That's the main cast. Fantastic. Do you like, what's the premise? Is it just... Uh, so... Sorry, Julia this is Roberts. Cat, cat <laughs> summarises <laughs> wrong things. That's going to be so boring. <laughs> you guys wanted to know what it was like being in our friendship. Just cat explaining things to me. <laughs> Julia Roberts used to go out with Dermot Mulroney. Yep. And they're best friends now. They went out for a very short amount of time. She obviously loves him. He's now marrying um, Cameron Diaz. Oh. She tries to sabotage it a bit, but it doesn't work. He marries her in the end. Her gay best friend is, of course, Thingy. What's Rupert it? Everett. Rupert Everett. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I can't stop forgetting his name. <laughs> and at the end of the film, they're oh, just God, at yeah. the wedding, it's all nice. Yeah. And she dances with Rupert Everett. And that's the end. Oh, it's it's very sad and nice. It's yeah. like, uh, I really like it. And she's just, oh, she's so beautiful. I can't take it. <laughs> she's like, look at her hair. It's so it's nice. It's so nice. I think it's because she's just got that nice, like, ginger tone. Mm. Right, let's move on. Okay, yeah, we really so, should. So, do you like, have you, linking on from things with wedding in the title, mm-hmm. four weddings and a funeral? Okay, I have only seen it once and I don't really care about it either. Yeah. Have you seen it? I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it, but it's been a while. I like it because there's bits on the South Bank. Yeah. <laughs> I like it because the gay funeral is really sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my input on that. Fair enough. What have we got? 10 things I have about you. Oh, God. It's just. It's, it's so good. Just, I honestly, I used to quote. Is it I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair? Yeah. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I love it. Heath Ledger in that <gasps> film. Oh my goodness. It's just... <laughs> it's just... It's just so good. Uh, it's got so many shades to it as well, because you've got baby it? Joseph Gordon yeah. on it. Oh, he's so young. Bless him. And the references to Sylvia Plath. I was going to say. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like feminist prose and music of the indie rock... No, well, I indie can't... Indie rock persuasion, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, God, wish I was that cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that is. Her name is Cat. Yeah. Oh my god, the best bit is at the beginning, <laughs> where she has to go and see the principal. And she's like Cat, and she has a mug that's got a cat on it. And she's like, <laughs> why is that you? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Me to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the quotes in that are just absolutely golden, aren't they? I can't even think of a good one. Oh, my insurance does not cover PMS. <laughs> <laughs> I still maintain the fact he keeps himself in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Notting Hill? Notting Hill. Best thing about that is the scene with Hugh Bonneville where um, he doesn't realise yes. who she is. Correct. And, yeah. you know, he's just like, oh, you've got to be in some real crap before you get your big break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's an... The thing with rom-coms is they're basically just okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a very okay one. Yeah. 
Speaking of OK rom-coms, Bridget Jones's Diary. Yeah. Now I'm gonna gonna hurt a lot of people's feelings by saying that. <laughs> I have little to no sentimental attachment to this film. Okay. I do really like it. Yeah. Just because I mean it's got it's got all right bits. But then the thing with rom coms is that I don't so I don't fancy Colin or Hugh. Yeah. So it's quite hard for me to to put myself to in her shoes. In it. Yeah. yeah, to be invested in it. Although I will say I did not realise Renee Zellweger was American. Oh my god, I know. It's her British to be fair to her. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. It's I mean it's one of those classic ones that's just got loads of British actresses mm. in it. So I mean the best bit enjoy. for me my favourite bit about Bridget Jones star is um her friends. Oh god, same. Because you've got Because they're not annoying. Yeah. And you've got the the sassy gay guy yeah. moaning Myrtle. Yeah. And, um, and Sally Phillips. And Sally Phillips, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I love her in that. <laughs> so good. Love her friends. <laughs> to all the boys I've loved before. Did you watch this? Yes, I did. Yeah. I did I've not watched, enjoy it. I did not like this. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. You've got mail. Not seen it. Uh, Meg Ryan and someone else. Oh, they say it in Friends because it was it like came out and they're like they get mail and stuff. Oh. <laughs> so basically, I think I've seen it, but I don't think it's very good. It's like yeah, it's like I think so. It's kind. Of, I think they like end up talking online somehow and they don't know each each other or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Clueless. <laughs> Clueless. Oh god. This is just one of my absolute all-time favourite movies. It's so good. This is one of the movie this is one of the films where every time I rewatch this, and let me tell you, I've watched it a lot mm-hmm. and I discover a quote that I've I agree. every single time, a new one yeah. that really makes me chuckle. Yeah. Like we one of my favourite things we did was obviously we love an outdoor cinema. Yeah. And we saw we saw Clueless on a boat on the Thames docked opposite London Eye. It was magical. It was magical. And I de- would recommend. It was fantastic. And I definitely remember, like, chortling at new lines. Yeah, definitely same. Because I think when you've seen films so much, you don't pay attention. Mm, yeah. Like, in, like, your bedroom or whatever. Yeah. And I think when you see them at these outdoor cinemas, or, like, you're, you're not all kind phone, of forced to pay attention. Yeah. And because we had headphones and stuff. Yeah, it was very much, it was very direct. Yeah. What are you oh, wearing? So a dress. Says who? Calvin Klein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh love how God. I am literally the gay guy in all of these. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... God's sake. <laughs> oh my God. Do you like Billy Holiday? Yeah, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman I do thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. It's, it's really good. There's some big looks in it. Yeah. Big mistake. Huge. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Scarlet Envy invented that. <laughs> uh, who's the man in that? Um, the, the Oh, Richard Gere. Richard, Richard Gere, yeah. I was about to say Patrick Squasey. It's not Patrick Squasey. <laughs> I fancy him a bit, I but don't. not loads. No. He's in a thing on BBC at the moment. Really? Mm. I thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's old. He could have gone any time. I suppose I am thinking of Patrick Squasey. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I like to think if we were monetized, this episode might get us demonetized. <laughs> oh my god, definitely. Okay, Sleepless in Seattle. Not seen it. Nor me. And I think this is Nora Ephron's other one, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh god, we okay, really wait, should watch these. Oh yes, director. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry, Nora. <laughs> okay, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. No. This me and Rosie used to watch this all the time, and I don't. It's because she absolutely loves. Is her name Catherine? No, Kate Hudson. Oh, fine. Yeah, and it's Matthew McConaughey who is basically oh, in all new like rom coms. I absolutely can't stand him. Not a fan myself. It, no, it's not great. Should we do a speed round? It's okay. Because, yeah, because these are getting these are getting a bit. I don't even know what that is set up. No, Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day is rubbish. It's just, not love actually. It just sounds yeah awful and generic. Proposal? No. Say anything? No. I will watch Crazy Rich Asians when it goes on Netflix. Oh, yeah, same. 13 Going on 30, I actually really don't like. No. <gasps> I've just seen... Finally some good films. Oh, yeah, finally. Okay, 500 Days of Summer is yeah. excellent. It's just so good. Yeah. I I have used the quote, it's not a love story, it's a story about love, many, many times when describing books. <laughs> That's how I would describe Normal People by Sally Rooney. That's good. It's just... 
I don't know. I feel like it was the source of, of a lot of my indie angst oh, as a 100%. Tumblr teenager. I literally thought this was my life. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> I love the Smiths. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. <laughs> the soundtrack to the that film is one of the most exquisite soundtracks of all time. Yeah. Just, oh God, Regina Spector. Oh, so so good. good. Oh my God. We're living in a den of themes. <laughs> Maybe that will have to be an honorary. Oh yeah, okay. that's a great song. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. that is really good. Crazy Stupid Love. I've seen. And I don't really care about it. Yeah. I'm not. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Is that the one with Russell Brand? Yes. That's... So I was obsessed with this film. Obviously, really? Because it was in my peak Russell Brand phase. Yeah. And I had it on DVD and I used to watch it literally all the time. Oh my God. It's not necessarily very good. Yeah. But Russell Brand is in it. And that's really all I need in a film. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I don't think. I think I saw it and it wasn't, unfortunately, while I. <laughs> wasn't one. Oh, okay. More. When I was thinking of my least favourite, knocked up is it. I hate it so much. Oh god. Why I... is it always on BBC Three? Oh. Like literally every week. Yeah. God. Yeah. And also, I just so don't like Seth Rogen. Do I have a least favourite rom com? And I haven't really thought yes, about. Yes, I that. do. I have another one. It's Twenty Seven Dresses. I absolutely hate Twenty Seven Dresses. That is the dresses. worst film because in the world. So many people were like, "Oh yeah, it's just like Devil Wears Prada." No, it's not. How it couldn't is be it less like Devil like... Wears Prada. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm upset. I'm... <laughs> How could you even say them in the same sentence? <laughs> Groundhog Day, is that really a rom-com? I've never seen it. Neither have I. <laughs> Wedding Sing... Oh, God. Uh, Silver Linings Playbook I've seen. Me too. I mean, it's it was fine. I didn't think... Yeah. I wasn't... I was... Oh, I've always a bit dubious about those Oscars. Same. Um, the Holiday. Oh, that's a rom-com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a Christmas film. It's a Christmas film. They're different. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Fine. Sometimes I have to categorise the success of a rom-com by how much I quote it. And every time I sit, listen to Mr. Brightside, which isn't often, but when I do, I sing it like Cameron Diaz does in that film. Oh, absolutely same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And every time I work in Godalming and I think... <laughs> oh, yeah. No, literally. <laughs> I chuckle to myself. Just some local stuff. Yeah. Again. What is 27 Dresses rating on IMDb? As high as 6.1. 6.1. No offence, but what was the training again? It's like four point three. Let's not let's not get let's not get started. Catherine Heigl, my nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually don't know these. Forty-year-old version. I think I watched oh, like a I'm while sure ago. I would have seen that. Fifty First Dates. That's another rubbish one. Ugh. Is Bridesmaids really a rom-com? Definitely not. No, it's just a com. Just a com. <laughs> <laughs> Emily? Emily, again, I mean, I guess it's the wrong one, but I don't know. Yeah. I've got, I, so I, uh, next one is Love, Simon. Yeah. Which is like a teen rom-com. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated it simply for the fact that it is, that it was like the first major film distributor, mm -hmm. like queer. Yeah, definitely. Because okay, not, not, so... I, I don't think I can use the word queer. It's, it's very much like cis white gay yeah. rom-com, but still gay. Yeah. And I Better than that. any of the other ones we just spoke oh, about. Oh, <laughs> yeah, literally already more diversity in it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what even are those bottom three? I've never even heard of them. I've never heard of any of those. Okay. What else have I got on my list? Oh, just Easy Eight. There's ones to discuss. Yeah. I have always loved Emma Stone. But oh it, my God, yeah. It began... I mean, I guess, is La La Land a rom-com? Kind of, kind like of. a rom-com musical. Yeah. I suppose, no, it doesn't really have a happy ending, Greece. does it? Grease. <laughs> Got Romancom. Saw <laughs> uh, the drama bit. Yeah. <laughs> God, the the thing I wish the most is that I could talk about the drama at uni on this podcast, <laughs> but I just can't. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah, easy A. I, my ringtone for a very long time was Pocket Full of Sunshine. Oh my god, I remember. I literally am Olive Pendergast. Oh, of course. It's my Twitter app. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I tried to have it be Oliver Pendergast, because that would work a lot better. Hmm. But it's gotten to the point where people actually think my surname is Pendergast. Yeah. Which is hilarious. How have you not seen the film? Literally. But also... But then I guess... 
Why wouldn't you think it's your name, I guess? I suppose, yeah, true. It's so like weird Twitter. for me. Like, I don't know. I don't even think of it as an at. Like, so I first, this is hilarious. You Same, like, obviously it's been there for so long, I don't even notice it. Yeah, I don't notice it. But I first changed my, my at on Twitter used to be, oh, this makes me so cross. Right. Hang on. God, I've got a rant. Okay. <laughs> Start thinking of how we're going to wrap up the rom-com segment whilst I do this. So my at on Twitter used to be Ollie Waring. <laughs> this is so boring. <laughs> And then I changed it when I applied for universities because I didn't want them to find my Twitter. So I became (laughs) Ollie Pendergast. And then I tried to change it to Oliver Waring to match my Instagram and someone had taken Oliver Waring. Anyway, that's the upshot. They weren't my curtains. (laughs) They were someone else's curtains. So I've been Ollie Pendergast just because I've never wanted to go back to Ollie Waring. Mm-hmm. And I've never been able to get Oliver wearing. Okay. And I don't want to put uh, underscore. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to change my Instagram. I don't want to. It's just so annoying. I want them to be the same, but they'll never be the same. So annoying. Oh, I literally hate it. I hate stuff like that. Social media. Social media. God. I feel like as homework, we should watch the Nora Ephron films. Yeah. Okay. So I will watch. Yeah. Because Heartburn is very good, but it's quite short. (laughs) Okay, cool. I will watch When Harry Met Sally uh, first, and then If I Have Time, Sleepers in Seattle. Okay, I will watch Sleepers in Seattle. Okie dokie. Oh, exciting. Okay. And we've got two whole weeks to do it. Mm. Well, I hope they're on Netflix, because I shan't be be watching them illegally. Okay, I'm such a mum with this sort of stuff. I literally never watch stuff illegally, to the point where Juno isn't on any streaming service, so I bought it on Amazon and watched it. Wow. Yep. We're very different people. I know. <laughs> it's just how much I love Juno. <laughs> so good. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> is I it even that good? I don't think it is. No, Juno is good. Oh, no. Okay, good. No, Juno is absolutely fantastic. Thank God. Yeah. And to be fair, most Michael Sarah films are sort of rom com I was going to say, can we count Scott Pilgrim versus the world? 100%. That's one of my favourite films of all time. That is so good. Honestly, the level of nerdy references in that <gasps> film... Oh my god! There are mother three references in that film. <laughs> like no one, I no one listening to this podcast knows what like Earthbound or Mother Three is. So definitely it, not. Anyway, but still, someone might. They're in the film. Yeah. Oh, I love, oh, so love it! I literally like. That was the most. Tried to be her and was her. Yeah, <laughs> that was the most scene I've ever felt watching that film. I was like, oh my god, people like the same things as I do. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, it was lovely. <laughs> Oh, well, well, I don't know what else to say about rom-coms. I mean, sorry, we just Not didn't me. really plan this. I've, it's funny because I like I feel like whenever one is on the telly, I will watch it. Yeah. But I wouldn't go to the cinema to see one. I, I, just, know what I, mean? I just don't really like them. But I but watch I them do. and then I enjoy them, but I don't yeah, yeah, associate okay, it yeah. with liking them. I watch them and enjoy them. That's a good a good one. <laughs> I don't not like it's like positive. Posi- okay, my new favorite phrase at the moment because mm-hmm. I was talking to so many, so many weird, divergent ways I'm going. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Segways, whatever. I was talking to Jordan about Jeffrey Star yesterday, mm-hmm. and the phrase I used was, "Look, I've considered everything: his past, his present, mm-hmm. and you know whatever, and the Shane Dawson documentary. Oh, yes. And I am positively, uh, it's positive indifference at yeah. this point, and that's how I feel about rom coms." I agree. Positive indifference. Yeah. Except the ones that we said we would love. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Except, and yeah, the ones I agree I about Jeffree Star. 27 dresses. Yeah. Oh. Should we just put a line under it? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I can't wait to read Heartburn again. <laughs> I can't wait to read it, full stop. Yeah. It's going to be good. To be fair, I actually can't. And we can, discuss, we can discuss the Nora Ephron rom-coms yes. as well. Yeah, definitely. Oh, best. no, my laptop. I'm sure you're excited because... Dolly Alderton talks about Nora Ephron as much as you talk about Dolly Alderton. Really? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, honestly, because if anyone hasn't... I don't particularly like the high-low. Yeah. But I love love stories. Yeah. And she... I mean, obviously, it's one about love, but she literally mentions heartburn in every other breath. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, I need to, I need to listen to love stories. Mm-hmm. I've listened to the Stanley Tucci episode and the Matt yeah. Haig episode. I've listened to pretty much all of them so now. So just I the think. men I fancy? Oh, valid, yeah. <laughs> Sarah Pascoe's is really good. And mm. Ruby Tando is on one. Mm. I mean, they're all good guests, to be honest. Yeah. Ooh. Right, well, we'll do a line under, and in two weeks' time, we'll just we'll carry it on further when we talk about Heartburn. Bro. Fab. Right. I've forgotten which order we do it in. Same Saves of the honest. week. 
Okay, yeah. Saves of the week. Okay. My... Oh, I've got messages. I never have messages. My save of the week mm-hmm. goes to Jacob Bird slash Dina Lux. Mm-hmm. Serving opulent, uh, rich white woman on the Eurostar to Amsterdam. Oh my god, yeah. Just it's just it's just excellent. So good in this chic tailored black suit, heels, and then fur coat. Hopefully, nice. fake feather, whatever. Not whatever, but just oh god, just looks so good. Yeah, honestly, amazing. I'm such. I just. I've been such a fan for so long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just love a good suit. I can't get enough of suits. Honestly, so fantastic. What's yours? Mine. I is, knew it would okay, be yeah. this. <laughs> This is very much my vibe at the moment. So it's Violet Charchkey wearing a Discount Universe tiger jumpsuit with like loads of black leather sort of straps and gloves and a beret. I absolutely knew <laughs> and then this the would boutons. be yours. It's so good. And I just, what is it called? Okay, so she has a new thing on her YouTube called Runway Rewind, which she's yeah. been doing with Katya and I literally love it. Yeah. It's, have you watched them? No. Oh my God, they are so funny. So the first one they watched an old Chanel runway and then in mm. this one they watched a completely different one. And it's just them talking about how hilarious old 90s runways were because they just absolutely are. <laughs> the models, are, they like twirl and stuff. It's oh so much God. more f- funny than like current runways. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, I'm going to have to watch that. <laughs> They're really, really good. Ooh. So that is mine. I, I, assumed, I was going through my likes and I was like, I bet Kat's <laughs> going to choose this. I just, I can't get enough of animal print at the moment, everyone. Oh, yeah. I literally can't. There is something quite Aquaria evil twinish about that look as well, like the matching oh, prints, but it all works together. Yeah. Okay. Naughty throwback. My naughty throwback. When I, oh, I just like I hate myself. Whenever I, I listen to such little music, and I basically only listen to our playlist, yeah. and then my other playlist, which is called Good. <laughs> And the only other thing I've been listening to is the... I've spoken before about my Essentials like yeah. playlists. I mean, they're not mine. Apple do them. Yeah. So the only other thing I've listened to is Madonna Essentials. Yeah. <laughs> so I've picked two Madonna songs okay, from okay. different Madonna eras. Yeah. One is very old, Dress You Up by Madonna. Okay. From your head down to your toes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In my love. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> and then, from much more recent Madonna, this is very like us at school era Madonna, I think. Yeah. It's Sorry. Oh, I don't want to hear. I don't want to know. Wow. Please don't say you're sorry. I love that song. So good. Confessions of a Dance on the Dance Floor is one of my favourite albums. I don't even care. It's so good. There is. (laughs) My other close contender, and it's only because it makes me laugh so much, (laughs) is. um, I think it's called American for the line I'm drinking a soy latte, I get a double shotte. Rubbish. <laughs> For goodness sake. But don't worry, we won't have that one. No. You should listen to it. <laughs> Amazing. What okay, I've got two as well. Now, the first one you know. I just caught myself singing it and I was like, well, that's going on a playlist. <laughs> yeah. And it is Catch You by Sophie Ellis Bexter. Oh, yeah. Because if there's one thing this playlist needs more of, it's some Sophie Ellis Bexter representation. So true. I just don't think she's on here enough. <laughs> She actually has to be the most consistently oh, definitely. featured artist. I didn't know I loved her so much, but <laughs> I do. I love that I'm seeing her for like the third time. Oh my god. <laughs> in um in June with my mum. <laughs> so that and in my other one I was listening to a lot I had a bit of an empowerment phase when all I was listening to was Atomic. Oh, god, and yeah. then this. And it's sort of partly in also honour of International Women's Day and it's um Sisters are doing it for themselves by Eurythmics and Aretha Franklin. (laughs) Amazing. I mean, yeah, absolutely. A big song. (laughs) A massive song. And then are we also going to do Honorary Regina Spector? Let's do Honorary honorary Regina Spector, why not? Brill. We'll add us. Because I love that song. So good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've got some good songs to look forward to. I'm so excited. That's the only bad thing about doing the podcast. Every, you know, fortnightly now. I know, less songs. Less songs. But it's alright if we can choose two. Yeah, true. <laughs> right, I don't know if I've got much else to um to add really. No, not me. So we won't we don't need to do if instead of in lieu of a look club we'll do um watch films as yeah. well as read books. Watch club. <laughs> watch club. Um 
And obviously next time, I can't say next week anymore. Sad. Whatever. Next yeah. time we're going to be discussing Heartburn by Nora Ephron. Yeah. So if you've read it, great. And if you haven't, read it. Because yeah, it's very short. Do. It's very short and it's very good. And it's got a beautiful cover. The Virago reissued loads of loads of them, I think it was last year. Yeah. And this is part of them. It's got this beautiful sort of arabesque white and red cover. Oh my god, yeah, it's so nice. So go buy it. Treat yourself. Do mm-hmm. it. And it's like one of those ones that because it's so old, it's 100% in a charity shop near you. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's where we both got ours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well on that note. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening and we will see you in two weeks' time. At least now we're actually being honest about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.